This is former football coach at Virginia Tech, Frank Beamer, and you're listening to Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! What'd you nice. think? Yeah, I, I thought yeah. I landed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a ten no, from no the Russian bobble. judge, you know, huh? <laughs> a ten from the Russians, <laughs> a ten from the Russians. I'll take it. That's it. They don't give tens to anybody. <laughs> All right. Good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. Man, it's state semifinals Saturday. Mm. Are you kidding me? And you know, it feels like spring outside. It does. That's the thing that gets me. I tell you, you're going to have some good weather today for these ball games. Well, and weather's such a factor, especially when you throw the ball. Yes. Uh, or, you know, with you run the ball, it's an advantage. But, I mean, like, for instance, I was thinking about it. Glenver Appomattox, you know, Glenver likes to throw the ball. Sure. It was cold and blustery right. last week. And I'm not saying, you know, Appomattox may beat them, you know, anyway. Right. But that cold and wind flying yes. around, you know, the ball flying around. And I, I don't know. It's just weather does play a factor. Well, when you and, you know, if you don't have gloves on. And you catch a ball with no gloves on, and it's cold. It stings. Yeah, that that is a rock coming at you. So. And Carl, if you remember that Friday, how cold, and then the next day, Saturday, it was nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. That's crazy. So weather does play a factor, but you know, coaches they don't want that. They don't. No. They don't. They don't care about that. They say, right. hey, you know, you're playing the game. Play with whatever's presented, and uh, you know, that's that's the way they coach them up. But uh, all right, so it's state semifinal Saturday. Uh, round four of the playoffs. We are now into December, guys. Yeah. Uh, we have three crunch teams left. Class 1A, Galax versus Holston at Holston High School in Damascus. Uh, Jimmy's alma mater. Yep. Uh, the Holston Cavaliers there. Um, and One Jimmy's, o'clock kickoff. What's that? One o'clock One o'clock kickoff. kickoff. Yep. Jim, Jimmy and his son Graham will be covering that game for us today. Okay, nice. Fantastic. And we're going to lose Jimmy because uh, he's got to get on the road to he make does. it. Yeah. So, um so, having said that, uh, we'll get through this, and, and we're going to do our Jimmy thing early. Right. Um, so, we'll get to that. But uh, the second game, uh, Crunch team, is uh, Class 3A Abingdon at LCA at Liberty University. Okay. Um, how would you like to have that as your home field? Uh, Liberty uh, University. Yes. <laughs> <William> stadium. <laughs> nice. I mean, well, you think about some of these kids. Some of these kids have never seen a stadium that big. Yeah. yeah. And you're walking into it to play a football game. And it gets bigger. It does. Every time I'm in there, I'm like, they added something. Right. And then you you know you have LCA sitting there going, uh, this is our home field. Yeah, welcome. this yeah. is what we do. Yeah, we go up in the skybox, and, right? You know, exactly. Watch film and uh, yeah. Who knows? But, and by the way, all these guys are D one prospects and yeah, that's recruits, right. and so yeah, yeah. Some of those guys might be playing there. You got it on Saturdays one day. You got it. Uh, and then Class Four A Broad Run at Salem. Wow, this Look is at a, that. Uh, this is a good matchup. Yes, this is going to be good. Uh, so, um, this week we also kick off area high school basketball. Look at that. So we're, you know, Crunch is covering uh, basketball. We did last fall and last okay. winter and we're going to do it again. And we're also going to, uh, sprinkle in some wrestling as we can. So for those of you, you know, typically, you know, after the state finals, we stop our radio show crunch time and, uh, you know, we follow the, the other sports, but we do it 
on Crunch MVP with photos, and sure. we do it online with uh, Crunch High School Sports. But this year, we're going to keep the radio going. Yes. Uh, we're going to pair it back to an hour That's at it. some point. Right. But we're going to keep talking basketball. We're going to keep talking the winter sports. And uh, so, you know, mark it on your calendar. Stay with us. Right. Because we're going to keep talking high school sports. That's it. And, and, and you know, we'll branch off a little bit into, you know, because there'll be some stories that'll come through that, you know, maybe softball and, you know, things like that. Coach is always trying to get soft, but yeah, what you coach? That softball. You got, what did you coach? Let's in? see. What did I coach? Softball, I think oh, it was. Softball. There you okay. go. Yeah, yeah. You know, other stories. And please, if you've got, you know, if you've got a story for us, and you know, we, you know, sometimes we don't see everything, we don't hear everything. And if you've got something that is really special, yep. shoot us an email. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Let us know because, you know, we love to spotlight these kids in this area and we really want, you know, those kids to be, you know, uh patted on the back for their accomplishments. Yeah. Um, so the round ball that we're covering, uh, basketball, you know. We'll start a little smaller. We won't be on all 38 high schools. It'll right. be closer, a closer vicinity. It'll be to start with, you know, really the Roanoke Valley, Roanoke City, the private schools uh, in the valley here. Um, so that's what we're talking about. Now, we will cover, you know, if there's a great story, if one of our crunch teams in Lynchburg yeah. or, you know, Narrows takes off or Galax right. has a great year going, you know, we may drop down there and cover those guys because we know those high schools. Eventually, we're going to get expanded to where – you know, the same coverage we have for football, we'd like to have for, for all the sports. Yeah, one of the uh, teams I saw uh, number one in their poll this week, Perry McClure. How about that? Yeah, so that, the you know, the Fighting blue. Blues are somebody we have to watch this mm. year. Kind of not, you know, right here in the Valley. Are we talking boys basketball? Yes. Number I'm one telling in you the what, state. We watched them play last week. If okay. those linebackers and linemen are playing basketball, yeah. it'll take you all day to run around them. You got it. I mean, if you're dribbling around, they're big. Yeah. They're big boys. Yeah. Um, that's a good call out. How about that? Look at that. All right. So, and we're also hoping to cover some, uh, some big wrestling tournaments in the Valley. You know, we want to give wrestling some love. So uh, again, to coach's point, uh, if you know of a story or know of a kid or know of uh, a team that's excelling, let us know, uh, you know, we'll go interview them. We'll go research it. And, you know, we want to love on these kids. We want to talk about what, what they're into. Yes. Um, so we're excited about that. All right. So, uh, Captain Crunch here, it's, uh, week 17. Uh, of our radio show, 15 of our Crunch Time high school football coverage. Uh, so, you know, we started this show a couple weeks before football started. Uh, we cover local high school sports. Um, for the And for the next two hours, we're going to be talking, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to be talking some, um, some high school basketball. We're going to be talking some college football. Got some news there. Yeah. Uh, anybody know of a coach? I know. <laughs> I mean. We're looking at UVA looking right now, so. <laughs> That's right. And also this morning, we're going to have Coach Jonathan Meeks of Brookville on the show. Awesome. So we're going to interview Coach Meeks. Uh, what a great guy. Uh, what a great story. And he's a fantastic coach. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me set the studio. Do North of Me uh, on the board this morning. We've got um, Coach Randy Lefwich, uh, the uh, incomparable Coach oh, yes. Randy yes. Lefwich. Yes. Uh, uh, glad to have him here. And then uh, to my right, Mr. B. Uncommon, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of Crunch. MVP for great high school sports photos in the Ro- in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley, um, and other areas because sure. there are teams that come here and play. We we don't just take photos. Jimmy doesn't just take photos of our local teams. A lot of right. times we're getting Charlottesville teams, yes. R- Richmond teams, all over the state. So anybody can get out there. CrunchMVP.com um, is a great site. And a quick plug with Christmas coming up. <laughs> oh yeah, man! You you want to see your kid you know smile 
get a get a photo of you know them doing something they love. And if you can't find them on my site, then I must not have been at the game. So, so if I sent you a list, would you get me some of the photos that I want? If 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 for you, Carl, I would. Oh, that's yeah, awesome! Sure Look would. at that. Hey, I, I want to tell you this too. Okay. Yesterday, yeah. I had an order from Hawaii. Nice. Wow! Isn't that something? Look I'll deliver that. it for you. Exactly. Well, it, it was a digital download, so they already have it. Okay. But I mean, it was pretty wild to see that someone from Hawaii was. You, you, you think know, it's a grandparent or something? I, I'm assuming. Okay. I'm assuming, but it was kind of. It was or weird. just an okay parent. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Man. He's, no, he was not what. an okay parent. Okay. I'm sticking with the grand. Like okay. You got okay. All right. All right. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting that there was someone from Hawaii that was on my site and actually nice. ordered. And so that was That's fantastic. Cool. You know, Coach yeah. and I talk about it on the show when we go look at where our listeners are. We have listeners from the Middle East, yeah. from Ireland, yeah. from South America. Sure. Now, you know, they're they're sporadic and they're, there's not a lot, but we do get listeners all over the world to we crunch do. time. Well, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, some of these signals carry quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm always amazed, you know, especially, you know, doing the show with Greg, I'm always amazed at the people that will send us emails and they're like, hey, we're in the Ukraine listening to you guys. Right. And you're like, how are you? How are you? Are they whispering us when they say that? They are. We're in yes. the Ukraine. <laughs> you know, and but it always amazes me just where we get emails from of people going, "Hey, can you send me a keychain? Can you send me a bumper oh, sticker?" Because cool. we're hearing you, and we want people to know. So we try our best to send out little oh, trinkets really cool. to them to say, "Hey, thanks for listening." So. Yeah. All right. So uh, first, I want to thank a few of our sponsors: um, Haley Toyota. Yeah. Haley has it for less. Chuck yes. Baker and those. Uh, guys over at Haley Toyota. I'm telling you what, if you're looking for a car, a vehicle, used, new, whatever, and there's not a lot out there, but if you're looking for something, you got to start with Chuck and his sure. team over there. I mean, they do a fantastic job. And and I'm partial, part in part because, you know, Chuck does a great job of supporting local everything. Right. And I like to support people who support local. Well, you know, two of the guys here in the building, uh, one in the newsroom and another uh, jock on the air here uh, for Wheeler Broadcasting. Literally within the last month, bought a car from Chuck Baker. Mm. I just got a car from Chuck it, Baker. It, not there's three. So, yeah. you know, that says a lot right there. Because there are there are a lot of options here in the city of Roanoke, sure. Salem, around the area that you can go to. But they went to Haley. How about that? And I'm like, they, Chuck takes care of them. He takes care of his employees. I'm talking to good people over there. If you're looking for a newer used car. Place well, to go. Just start with Chuck. I, all I ask is start with Chuck. That's it. He may not have what you want. He right. and he'll tell you, hey, you're looking for something else or whatever. He may say, hey, you, you need to go somewhere else. But I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, ninety five percent of the time, he's going to have what you need or he's going to find what you need. His crew over there does a great job. You got it. Hey, and as Chuck would say, Haley has it for less. You got it. Yeah. So hmm. look at that. Was that your best Chuck voice? No, I wasn't oh. trying to. You know, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I got to be careful about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was just watch. the Jimmy voice, all right. that's all. Coach, you ought to hear him do you when you're not <laughs> Oh, <around>. that's it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> tell you something. <laughs> uh, all right, we're already having a good time here. All right, and, and a few others. Pittman Construction, Walt Derry and the guys over there uh, do a great job. If you have some kind of home project, you got to yeah. start with those guys. Yes. Um, and U.S. Cellular, what a great uh, sponsor, partner with us. Uh the crunch that you get, the printed crunch that's free, all you have to go is to a U.S. Cellular, cellular shop anywhere in the, you know, the 
14-county area. Sure. And they're going to have the crunch in there. Um, Dogwood, the Dogwood Restaurant, yes. love those guys. And then Tater Benson of MKB Realty, uh, Coach Benson, uh, has joined us this year, and we're really proud to have him on there. He coached at Botetot for a long he time. Did. His son's playing at James River because he lives across the line there. Uh, so he's still connected into high school sports, and uh, we, we really appreciate those guys. All right, so um, we want to get Jimmy and the Jimmy thing on here before he has to leave. But first, let's just circle the campfire. I'm going to, you know, it's Saturday morning pregame. Yes. Because none of the games uh, this week have played. They all play this afternoon. But uh, spreading the love around again, our three crunch games today are Galax at Holston, Abingdon at LCA, and Broad Run at Salem. So um, all great games, but uh, obviously Salem, LCA, and Galax are crunch teams. And and an interesting fact that I saw, which is, um, you know, it, 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 it doesn't say good or bad, but I just wanted to tell you that the last game that the Holston Cavaliers lost was to Galax in the state semifinal last year. They've, you know, they're undefeated yeah. right now. So I'm sure, you know, the Cavaliers have a little chip on their shoulder. And, of course, I'm sure Galax is going to go in there playing tough just like they did against Perry McClure. So it should be a, a great game. So just yeah. to, That's just, a good call out. Yeah. You know, when I have yeah. a chip on my shoulder, I want dip on the other one. Mm. What is what I'm is up with fire. you this morning? He's hungry. I'm on exactly. I'm hungry. What is wrong with you this morning? I, I, don't know. <laughs> I am hungry. All right, so what game, uh, guys, a uh, bunch of good games today. Uh, just quickly, uh, what game has got your gaze, Coach? What what game are you looking most forward to? You know, my thing is Salem. I, I, you know, that is the thing. That's interesting, Coach. It really I is. Never you know, yeah. <laughs> and is there a certain player that hmm. you're hopefully has a great game man? today? I think it's the mailman delivering <laughs> six points at a time oh, when he carries that ball. Wow. Cam Leftwich. Uh, you know, my thing here is Salem doesn't miss a beat. That's really the thing that amazes me with Salem. Willis White, Magan Bauer, now Holter. Every year... We're talking about them in this kind of position, getting yeah. ready to play for a state title or getting close to a state title right. every single year. It, it truly amazes me. And, you know, and Holter didn't skip a beat. When Megan Bauer said, hey, I'm going to hang it up, Holter came in, didn't miss a beat. And this speaks volumes to that program up there. You know, it's always funny uh, in the crunch, you know, we ask the coaches questions every week. So that's, right. you know, and it's always in the printed crunch. That's that's one of the reasons you need to pick it up. But uh um, coach Holter for forever, you know, we always ask one of the questions we ask the coach is what, what team has got your eye? What team are you interested in? Well, who's really caught your eye? Sure. He always says Salem. Exactly. <laughs> he always says his own right. team. And you ask him and you'll say, you know, it was a pretty good game last night. And first thing he'll tell you is, well, we didn't play our best ball yet. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, you think to yourself, well, just how good is Salem? And they've got a lot of talent up there. There's no doubt. The one thing that I love with Salem though. Salem doesn't have that team where the coach overshines it. Right. A player overshines it. They're a team. Yeah. They play together. And they're they're one unit out there on that field. And I love that about Salem. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, we see it. We see that a team is defined by a coach. We see that a team is defined by two players. And, you know, sometimes you have the and same way with Rocco. Sure. Even with Zach Rice, as big as Zach Rice is right now. At LCA. Now, we're talking about LCA, Liberty Christian. Yeah. You, you just hear it as a unit. You don't hear Zach Rice, Zach Rice, Zach Rice, Zach Rice. And the kid's number one in the country, you know, for his position going to UNC next year. 
And you just you just don't hear that though. You hear the program. And I love that with these schools because these schools are defined as a program. And when they start talking, you start talking about these schools, and the first thing out of somebody's mouth is Salem's a good school. Yeah. Salem's a tough good program. Good program. Yeah. And LCA's a good school. LCA's a good program. You know, and you hear that. And and I just and I love that aspect of it. And Salem's going to have a good day today, I think. I, I think this mm, is one of these things. Ball. Crystal ball. Are we in there? And we're in there, buddy. I, and I think Cam Leftwich will have a good day today. Whoa. And, I, is, and I know that you and I have disagreements on this a little bit some days. What? I you love know, I, I, oh, no. I love Cam, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I look, Broad Run's going to come in. Broad Run's going to play the you know the game that Broad Run knows how to play. Right. And, and they're a good football team. We know this. We've seen it. I, I'm with Coach Holter here. I don't think we've seen the best of Salem yet. Well, I think they may need close to their best against this broad run team. Yeah, and I, and I think we may are. see it today. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that this may be one of those games where you sit there and you say, hey, we're, we are going to need two or three guys to really make those plays. Right. And I, I think in Salem today, you'll see two or three guys really Are you going to name names? Hold well, on, I, let me let me hold. Let me shine Crystal, it. Yeah, I'm clear it. All right, Crystal Coach, ball. here you go. Take a good look. <laughs> well, uh, well, no, no, no. Look into no, it. No, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I think Leftwich has a really big day today. Right. I, I think they're going to use that as a you know as oh you know a workhorse today for him. I, I think they're going to hand him the ball and it, it. Look, he's lost 15 pounds. His speed's getting better. He's got that attitude about himself right now. That come and get me. And I think Leftwich will have a good day. You know, Coach really goes out on a limb. I mean, he's had nine <laughs> nine touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah. Nine touchdowns. That crystal ball is really coming through. Yeah, he is really. I mean, and I, his last name's Leftwich. And his last yeah. name's Leftwich. What are we doing? I don't know what yeah. happened today. Yeah. Now, good, good, good comments, Coach. Uh, excellent. Uh, Jimmy Crunch MVP. Uh, Jimmy Thing. All the nicknames you got. What uh, what uh, has. Uh, has your interest? Well, I mean, I, I've already expressed, you know, my interest about Galax and Holston. Um, but, you know, I'm still, I'll still have a gaze, even when Ooh. I'm down in Damascus. Uh, I'll be gazing over to Lynchburg to see how LCA does. Because, as I said, when I looked in Coach's Crystal Ball at the beginning of the season, yeah, you know, I said, that's LCA's who I think is going to, you know, win. Nice. And, of course, you know, I don't know a lot about Abingdon. Uh, knowing that they beat LB twenty-eight to fourteen, they they must be a good club. And the the one thing I remember in the quick interview I had with Coach Rocco, because I you know they had just won, and I looked at Coach Rocco and I said, "What do you know about Abingdon?" And he paused and he said, "I don't know a lot about their football team." Right. He said, "Obviously they're good," but he said, "I do know that their baseball team and their basketball team beat us." when they got into the playoffs like this. So, you know, he was very yeah. aware that they have good athletes there. So I think he's carrying that, will carry that into the game today, knowing that we got some revenge to get from the other two sports where they where they lost to Abingdon. So, but I do see LCA, you know, playing next Saturday at Liberty University for the state championship. You know, and we've said all year this year, I think LCA's mindset right now is unfinished business. I think, you know, with that game last year with LB, yeah, I don't think they lost that game. They just ran out of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and we and and you, you know, when we describe that game and you say that, and and I'm sure LB was like, "No, we beat them," and yeah. I'm like, "You did," but you felt the momentum mm. starting to carry with LCA at the end of that ball game last year, and you felt like, okay, if you'd added a few more minutes, 
I think LCA would have got them last year. Yeah, but that's why they have a clock. Exactly. <laughs> right. I understand that. <laughs> you know, but, it's within uh, a time frame. Yeah, yeah, the, the clock. clock. It always gets you. Yeah. But you, you, you feel like that LCA took that personal last year. And the LCA sat there this year and said, hey, we've got a lot of unfinished business. Yeah. And the unfinished business ends with that state title being held above our heads. And I, I, I got a feeling LCA would do well today. Well, you know, uh, I think it was, and I may have the name wrong, but I think it was Jim Otto back in the day. They asked him uh, about his one loss record, and he was an old-timey okay. quarterback or whatever. And, and he said he, he'd never been beaten. And they said, well, no, wait a minute. The record book shows you lost quite a bit. And he goes, no, he goes, um, he goes I've never lost. He goes... We just ran out of time. Exactly. You know, I'd still be playing if they yes. wouldn't have walked off the field. Right. That's football right that's there. That's football. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's good. Yeah. All right, so you guys hogged all the, the crunch Sorry. team. So <laughs> yeah. the, the team that, the, the game that really then gets my attention, I, lo I love all three of those, but, um, you know, Appomattox going to Graham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes. Are you kidding me? Uh, if it wasn't so far away and it wasn't right on top of all the other games, I mean, I think mm. Mitchell Stadium down there is a famous stadium sure. uh, where Graham plays. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be packed. Oh, I mean, I think they're going to come out of the woodwork to watch that game. Because just the, the best thing, the best characteristic of a game for me is both teams think they can win and both teams have a realistic chance to win. And I think, you know, in all these games that we're watching today, I think that's... I think that's possible. Mm. Right. Um, you know, some might be, you know, LCA might be more, you know, favored over Abingdon. And, you know, there might be a favorite. But I think anybody can win in these games. And I think the coaches will tell you that. Mm. Yeah. All right. So we got a great show today. Mixing it up a bench, uh, a bit since, since uh, you know, Jimmy has to get on the road to make uh, the game in Holston. Uh, we, we're going to do our Jimmy thing right now. So, Coach, have you got uh, the theme song uh, ready? It's I'm telling you, bringing it early Yikes, like this, man. Coach, it was a it was an octave higher than normal. I think somebody yes. stepped on his foot. Are you exactly. okay? That it's hurt. tight in here, but it hurt. <laughs> well, these guys almost they always make me laugh when they sing that song, and I'm not laughing at them. I just love how they get into it. You're so laughing beside us, aren't that's you? That's correct. Yeah, right. Up. So, all right, the Jimmy thing. It's called going back home. So I would be lying to you to say I was not a little bit excited to be covering the single-A state semifinal game today between the Galax Maroon Tide and the Cavaliers of Holston High School. Covering this game for me is a chance to go back home to the little town I grew up in, the town of Damascus, the town I spent the first 18 years of my life, the town where I got saved and was baptized when I was 16 years old at the First Baptist Church. It's the town where I learned to play basketball and spent countless hours of practicing basketball on the parquet floors at Holston High School, the town where I first learned to trout fish, and the town where when I where I grew up, there you know most everyone in the town, and they knew you. It's also the town where my sweet mom is buried. So today, for me, it's not just about football. It's about a chance where me and my son Graham get to go back to where it all started for me. It's a chance for Graham to get to hear all my high school stories yet again. So regardless who wins today, I feel like the real winner for getting the I feel like the real winner for getting the opportunity for going back home. And that's my Jimmy thing. So nice. there you like go. Said, how many people do you run into that still know you? Well, 
a few. Okay. That, not as many as I would I would hope. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, there's still a few that I run into that I you know that I know, and it was nice to get to reach out to the uh, the assistant principal there, whom you know he was a few years behind me at Holston, and he's sure. he's now there, Don Blackburn. So anyway, but it's. It's just fun. And, you know, look, Carl got to go with me last yeah, year. Yeah, right. Okay. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is football was never something that my era was known for. Sure. I mean, they were good. They competed, but okay. never to this level. But it's really wild to think that they're playing back-to-back state semifinal right. games. Look Pretty at wild. And how big is the parade? That they do for you when well, you show up. <laughs> oh, no parade. <laughs> There'll be no parade, and I'll be in and out like a bandit, man. I'll be there and, and gone. But I will be, and you know, th- I, I will be eating at my favorite pizza place in my area. So not okay. not, not, not say anything at Bellasinos because <laughs> if Bellasinos was there, yeah. So, but I'll be having pizza this evening at Bella's Pizza. Nice. So. And how long of a flight? From oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> On the chopper. <laughs> I'll tell you, Coach, I, I, I'm a bigger man. I'm a bigger man than you because there's times where I can take my swings and I don't. Uh, Do it. And I will Do leave it. it at that. <laughs> Coach got his jaw out there. Uh, there you go. So well, anyway, that's no, great. That's great. No, no, that was that was excellent, and and uh, I'm sure that uh, you know that there's been enough time elapsed that they don't have your photo up on the post office. <laughs> it's it's wall gone anymore. by yeah, now. It's gone. I think. So yeah. good, good. Yeah. That's no, your that's, limitations. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's good. Always good to go back home like that, and and we look forward to hearing about that game next week from you. Yeah, and you will. Uh, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, we're going to uh, dial up uh, Coach uh, Jonathan Meeks of Brookville. Looking forward to talking with Coach Meeks. Um, we're going to take a break now, so you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Piner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Piner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. 
See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Bramerton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct, Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris. Here to help with all your insurance needs. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct, Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible.
much time, everybody. All right, we're going to move uh, Coach Meeks back a little bit, uh, the Brookville coach. I'm having trouble getting through to him. Probably something on my end here, but um, we're going to call him in a little bit. But um, So we'll move on with the show and uh, get an opportunity to talk with Coach Meeks here in a second. Um, but I want to talk about a few more of our sponsors. Dogwood Restaurant and Venton Coach. Oh, Are you kidding me? Good eating. I mean, I don't know if good eating describes it. Correct. I mean, it is such a great place to go. Uh, and I'm surprised, you know, when I think about it, how much environment and the people around you adds to the experience of uh, a great meal. Sure. Um, you know, just just going into uh, the Dogwood Restaurant with Keith and Jamie and all the folks there, uh, it just feels like home. And it's, it's you know, the food is so good. Right. Um, the aromas of all that they're cooking. What do, what's your favorite, Coach? Uh, onions and the potatoes and the onions. Potatoes and onions. Look at that. Um, I know Jimmy. Jimmy's a fried chicken man. Yes. Um, of course, Jimmy's everything. Oh, you know, chicken it. livers. I mean, you name it. He's had it. He's so, there. Um, certainly, uh, and they've got a lot of. I mean, taco salad, salmon cakes, um, barbecue. Sure. I'm a hamburger guy. I mean, the best hamburgers are in town. Are right. at the Dogwood. Well, and the thing now they've got extended hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's even better, you know, because for a long time there, they didn't have those extended hours. Now they've got, what, till 8 o'clock at night on some yeah, nights? Yeah, so what? So you can get potato and onions in the morning and at night? All day long. Look at that. I mean, you personally, Coach. Me personally, yeah. all day long, you know. That's good eating. Well, you know, the problem there is, uh, you know, people love it so much. I mean, you know, they, they want to be there all the time. Yes. I mean, they want to eat all their meals there. But yeah. we really appreciate them being a sponsor, and they do a great job. Uh, the Mirius Group, I uh, want to call out those guys, uh, what great guys, um, Jay and, and Stuart and Matt and the, the whole team, Cheryl, everybody over there, just fantastic people. I mean, you know, if you need somebody to handle your finances, sure, uh, they're the right people. Yeah, um, they are. At all levels. I, I remember when I started with them, I didn't have two nickels to rub together, really. I started with Stuart's dad. There you go. Um, and I've been with them quite a while, and and they've really helped me sort of negotiate how to you know, if you're working and you're busy right. uh, and you have a little money uh, on the side and savings or whatever, they can really help you get yeah. that ironed out and get you on a plan. Let them worry about that. Let them worry about that. Not That's you. Right. You're busy. How about Custer Stanchilli? Oh, good with anything. Good with anything. I mean, that one of my favorites. Uh, they've been with us for a long time, and they're a fantastic sponsor. Yeah, Mama approved. Mama approved. That's That's dad it. approved. I yep. mean, it's everybody approved. Everybody approved there. Yeah, you better get in there and get you some quick. Yes. Because, you know, you might be getting the empty bowl uh, syndrome right. at the end. But uh, but a great show today. I mean, mixing it up, uh, you know, we had uh, we had certainly uh, a Jimmy do the a Jimmy thing because he's on the road. But we're going to have Frank Beamer, the yeah. second part of that interview. You got uh, it. Will be our legend today, our Haley Toyota Crunch Time legend. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, we're we're going to do our, our grade eight debate. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did that early last week. Coach, coach was uh, missed out on that. Exactly. But um, I'm sure he'll have something to say today uh, about that. And then, um, you know, and we're going to do our Coach Meeks interview here in, in a little bit on our next break. Uh, we'll get Coach Meeks back on the line. Um, let me talk about, uh, real quick, the Salem Civic Center, too. Okay. So um, just a, a, a fantastic folks over there. Again, um, December 11th and 12th, they got the Salem Holiday Market. I mean, now's the nice. time. Now it is, yeah. So you need to get over there and, and uh, partake in that. Kansas Point and No Return Tour, December 16th. That was rescheduled from the spring coming up. The Stampede Championship Rodeo 
I love the rodeo. Oh, me too, man. Yeah. The rodeo clown's my favorite. You got it. If the rodeo clown would ride the bull, I'd be happy. That'd be awesome. That's it. That, we'd That's be done. We'd be done. No, I like the cowboys out there, too. Okay. But, uh, uh, January 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, and then January 14th, the Tri-City Arena Cross. Okay. 2022 Indoor Championship Series. That's motocross. Yes. And it's really cool because, I mean, there's a $10,000 purse there. Coach. Look at that. They're they're fighting for And it's pros and amateurs. Okay. So it's a, you know. Yeah, it's a combination um, of both. Great entertainment. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, stuff. we really appreciate everybody over at the Salem Civic Center. All right. So uh, I think we can get Coach Meeks, but let's take a, another quick break. And when we come back out of this break, we'll have Coach Meeks with us. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Crunch Hotline. We have Brookville head coach Jonathan Meeks and his son Bryson on the phone. Coach uh, Meeks, how are you doing? And how are you doing, Bryson? Oh, I got Bryson upstairs. I was gonna, I was gonna get him down when y'all are ready. Okay, okay. We'll get we'll talk to him at the end then. But coach, uh, All right. man, I tell you what, uh, it's it's great to have you on the show. Um, and let's just get right to it. I mean, one thing that has always impressed me about Brookville has been their overall toughness uh, year in and year out. Uh, it, it, you know, sometimes you see it in teams and, you know, they're, they may be really tough one year and then a little softer for a few years and then another tough class comes through. But man, you guys year in and year out just have tough kids. And, and the, my question for you is how much do you think of that is just the kids that are coming out that are on your team or how much of it is coaching? I'm always interested in that. Oh, I'd love to take the credit for that, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It just since since the first day I've been at Brookville, even even playing against Brookville back in my playing days, I don't know. It's just the kind of kids that they've always had. And when I got the job, that was that was one thing that really struck me as well early on. Is um, no matter the score, no matter the situation, we you know we got kids that just fly around and play the game hard. And um, you know, as a coach, that makes me very proud that other people notice, and I tell them all the time. I mean. I think the effort is outstanding, and uh, we do just have those scrappy, just tough kids, and they're going to fight to the last whistle, no matter what the uh, what the score is. And that's that's one of my favorite things about this place and the kids that I coach. And we have another group just like that coming up. Well, I, I tell you, it shows a lot of heart. And I mean, you can have uh, you can have talent, and you have talented kids, and you can have a lot of the um, a, a lot of the skills. 
But when it comes down to it, you know this, and I think this, uh, to really excel, you have got to have heart. You have got to have guys that will get back up off the ground uh, when they get knocked down. And I see that year in and year out with the Brookville Bees, and I, th- I think you guys are well-respected uh, all over the area. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think there's a lot of people that don't really want to play you because you're tough. Um, but th- that's a compliment to you and your program. I want to ask you, um, this is another question that I ask coaches sometimes. You you must have a great feeder system over on Timberlake Road there that keeps sending uh, good kids uh, through the system uh, to be developed by you at the high school level. And and I know that, you know, Heritage and uh, Brookville and JF, and I I don't know how, you know, how they all mix together, but all those kids kind of grow up together for the most part. You're pretty tight. Um, and, and, you know, how is that thing set up in your area? How does, how does that work? How does the, the youth program work for you guys? Well, I think you're right. Our feeder system is really good, and we got some really good men uh, coaching these kids at a young age and not only teaching them the fundamentals, but I think they're doing a good job getting kids to fall in love with the game. Right. And once they, once they play for them, they look forward to playing again, and then my B-team coaches do the same thing. So we get kids that are kind of hooked and get addicted to the game early. And they don't leave it. They play their whole life. And like you said, they play together with a lot of kids on little league teams from Heritage and all over. Honestly, our feeder system has changed dramatically over the last 10 years. Um, There used to be several different programs. I mean, you had the Comets and you had the Timberlake Lions, which was the story program for, you know, 60 plus years. And then you had this new program, the Bees, coming in. So it's really changed from having two to one, to three, and now there's really just the bees. Um, it's kind of so it's it's pretty cool for me is that these kids are bees from um, from age seven on up. You know they play for the bees in little league now. They play for the bees in middle school, and we're the bees in high school. So, and I don't think anybody else has that mascot. I can't find another team that I mean it's all kind of hornets and wasps, but it's pretty cool that you're literally bees from day one now. And we do have kids playing, you know, in, in the league that is predominantly Jefferson Forest in the city league. So they still play with other kids, but we do have a really good feeder program that is majority kids that are coming to us. Oh, that's fantastic. Now I know people are interested in that because, you know, we don't always ask the coaches how that kind of works. I mean, is it, is it hard to, do you get them to teach the coach Meeks way uh, early on or, or do you let them kind of, you know, just kind of experiment and do their own thing? I mean, I know different coaches do it different ways, but I mean, do you, do they do they kind of learn you know the the terminology and stuff at a young age or 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 again do you just let kind of let them go? Uh, my first couple of years, we we met with the coaches a lot and uh, did the terminology and the system and all. But over the last few years, we've met with them more on just fundamentals, right? Uh, fall in love because because I mean even us, um, you know my my defensive coaches have done a phenomenal job in that. Offense, we've been pretty consistent. We're an eye and a spread team, and that really hasn't changed over my eight years at Brookville. We we always have a smash mouth component and a spread component. So O hasn't changed much, but defense we really have. I came in as a three five guy, huh. and then after two years, that's just not what we had. We had those DNs and those D tackles, so we went to an even front. Coach Washburn took us to an even front for four years, five years actually, and now him and Coach Womack have done a great job. And this year. We just felt like we were more suited for the odd fun again. So we've had to, we've had to really make some adjustments on that side of the ball, in terms of what we have each year, and we've always made it work. So I hate, I guess, I guess it'd be hard for us to pencil in a group of seven-year-olds and say, yeah, yeah. we are an even front your entire career. That's all we do because that's not true. 
Right. So we're really bigger on the fundamentals, uh, you know, tackling, blocking the basics. Yes, we want our plays installed. They do a good job. They run a lot of our plays, but they also run a lot of their stuff. I mean, the coaches got to have fun too. And I'm bigger on them falling in love with the game, getting the fundamentals down, because there's years we throw the ball 300 times. There's years the ball we throw it 100 times. It really depends on what you have year to year in high school. So if they get the basics down and they're falling in love with the game and they're learning that stuff, we're going to be fine. Man, that's so smart. I, I love to hear that, uh, getting the kids to fall in love with the game and giving them an opportunity to really have fun at a young age. And, you know, I mean, I know they want to win, but not taking it too serious, you know, at the start and just kind of, you know, growing into their bodies and, and, and learning the game and, and, you know, creating that brotherhood that you guys have at, at, at Brookville uh, among those high school players. I mean, that, that's really cool. Now, you had another uh, very good year at Brookville. I mean, every year you guys seem to be right at the top. Uh, you just bowed out to LCA, a good, really good LCA team a week ago in the regional finals. And I, I know you guys, like many teams, you know, had to fight your fight through some injuries uh, this year at, of some key guys, you know, setting out at, at some key times. And I'm not providing any excuses or whatever. It's just part of the game. But um, how challenging is it when you play in a in a, as tough a district as the Seminole? I mean, we think the Seminole is one of the toughest districts in the state. No, I 100% agree. When I first got this job, everybody told me that, and I kind of thought they were exaggerating a little just because, you know, that's the area you know and you haven't seen anybody else. But, no, they weren't exaggerating. It's, uh, <laughs> it's some of the best It's uh, it's some of the best talent. And, and on top of that, you know, I think people always talk about the kids and the talent. It's some of the best coaches. I mean, right. it's a very well-coached district. Uh, I have a lot of respect for every head coach in this district. They do a phenomenal job of what they have each year. And um, I think you see that in the playoffs, too. And, and, and when we play out of district schools, the Seminole does really well. Um, and then we beat up on each other every year that's in the right. regular season. But the injuries, um, you know, that, that's an that's a every-year thing. But I think it ties into what you said about our kids just being tough. I couldn't be more proud of this group that it, they literally just took on the next man up mentality. And in and, and 20 years of coaching, I've never had eight starters out at the same time. Mm. And that happened to us right around – I guess a little bit past the midway point. Um, we, we literally had eight guys who were so-called penciled in starters watching. And uh, yes, it makes it challenging, but we got some of those back for the first round of playoffs. That helped a ton. And then I was more impressed with what you're talking about, the toughness of the, the kid who's been waiting on his opportunity, jumping in and cashing in. And we had several guys do that. The one that stands out is Nick Adcock. Uh, he, he didn't start on anything game one, kickoff, nothing took the starting corner job after some injuries and then ended up with seven interceptions. Wow. So the kid just, yeah, a kid just jumping on an opportunity and making the most of it. And we have several of those examples this year. So of kids just, just it's, it's their time and they cashed in on the opportunity. Well, you know, the thing that's interesting about that, I mean, in this day and age, we have so many kids that, that seem to, you know, if they're not the starter, if they're not the star, they say, I'm not doing it. And there's such a reward if you, you know, stick with it and wait your time and and get a chance and really excel. I mean, we're kind of, you know, some of them are missing out on that surprise in life. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of life, and I think you'll agree with me, Coach, because I've known you a little while now, a lot of life is, you know, being tough and just hanging in there, uh, waiting for you, you know, biding your time. And that's a great story. I love that story. Well, we, got several, we have several of those. And like I said, we preach that daily. I mean, it's literally... 
don't freaking quit on anything you do in life. Like, don't quit. Right. And you never know. Like, and my biggest thing is no regrets. You know, there's no chance you regret doing anything in life if you give everything you got. You just won't ever look back and say, I wish I'd have done this. Because you know you, you sold out and gave everything you got. And this kid, you know, didn't play his junior year, wasn't starting senior year. And then his number gets called, has a rough first game. And from that point on, he fixed every little detail and just, I mean, I, I mean he played lights out. Wow. And, um, you know, what if, and I mean, I think that's something he's going to carry with him the rest of his life. He's going to be, you know, my age talking about that. Well, what if he just hung it up? Because coach wasn't giving him a chance early and he didn't even get to play kickoff. And, you know, we had two really good corners. I mean, Ethan Roby and Nick Dunford, I mean, those are scholarship type kids. So he could have easily seen the writing on the wall and been like, coach ain't even give me a shot. You know, I got Nick and Ethan in front of me. Well, Nick and Ethan both got hurt early, unfortunately. Right, and then Adcock's number gets called, and he, like I said, he takes advantage of that opportunity, and I think he's going to hang his hat on that for a long time. Man, that's great for the kids out there to hear. Hey, you know there is something to be said for for toughing it out and waiting your time. Uh, can you talk absolutely? Up, can you talk about a few of your your leaders this year? I mean, Tayshawn Butler is special. That kid is special. Uh, it, it's amazing what what he's gotten done, and and your quarterback Drake McDaniel. Um, you know, coming back, he'll be a senior next year, I think. And then the big Penix yes, kid on the line, I mean, who, I think he'll only be a junior. But, I mean, you had some really special players. And I know you can't mention them all, but are there a few you can call out for us? Yeah, yeah, to mention them all, we'd have, we'd have, I'd have to have an hour. <laughs> um, we got some real special kids. But, uh, I mean, I mean, starting with Tayshawn, uh, we pulled him up as a freshman and got some carries for us, and we knew he was going to be special, but – He's not only special on the field, he's special uh, in the classroom, everything. I, I had a recruiter come in yesterday, and we were talking about him. And um, and I think I was telling him a little too hard. He didn't believe me. I said, well, just do me a favor. Just any adult you bump into on the way out, I don't need to be around you. Ask him about Tayshawn Butler. Literally, the next adult you see, woman, man, doesn't matter. Ask him. Huh. And he texted me later. He's like, Coach, you're right. <laughs> they, oh, that's great. He talks about this kid like he's the greatest kid ever. I was like, well, that's what I'm telling you, man. I'm not exaggerating. So that's Tayshawn. He's just – he's awesome. And he's he's carrying the same leadership into basketball, and that program's going to benefit from having him in it. Um, Drake couldn't be more proud. I mean, this is a kid that I started a quarterback. He took the starting job, I think, three or four games in his freshman year. I've never started a freshman at quarterback mm. in, in, in 20 years. He's the only one. No, no freshman gets to play quarterback. But he came in, and he just – he didn't look like a freshman. He It's like instead of buckling to the pressure, he rose. And at his first start, he made some crazy reads and throws. So we kind of knew then, like, all right, this kid can't play JV ever again. And we kept him up. And then sophomore year, he got district play of the year. This year had another phenomenal year. But he added with his uh, running ability this year and yeah. playing defense and playing special teams. So I think he's showing that he's not just a quarterback. He's just an overall. He's an athlete. He can play QB, safety. He's blocking punts. I mean, the kid's showing that he's just a complete package. Um, I thought Ellis and Paulie added a ton of leadership to my seniors. Yep. Um, they're the epitome of what you said about just tough. I mean, Ellis broke his hand, got a cast, didn't miss a day. Uh, was, he's not missing a play. Paulie, not going to find a tougher kid. And, um, you know, guys like that, like you said, the young Penix kid. We had three sophomores on the O-line. So we got our entire O-line back, three sophomores and two juniors. You know, we couldn't be more excited about what we have coming back. Michael Vire, I think, is one of the best linebackers in the area, playing fullback linebacker. He's coming back. Uh, 
Andrew Cole probably anchors the O-line. We got him coming back. So we're really excited, and we'll get Ethan Roby back, the kid I talked about that was injured on him and Preston, and we're getting some nice puzzle pieces back. Uh, Coach Meeks, it's Coach Leftwich. Uh, First off, congratulations on a great season. Uh, Second, yes, sir, let me ask you this. Uh, We've got a game there today with Abington and LCA. You've had the opportunity to play against LCA quite a bit in the year 2021 with COVID football in the spring and then uh, football here at the end of the you know regular season. Talk to me a little bit about this matchup. What are we? What's Abington getting with LCA? Um, I don't know as much about Abington. Um, you know, being where they play the district, um, seeing some clips here and there, and I know they're very well coached and they're doing a great job. Obviously, um, they beat Lord Botetourt and Coach Hartless, which is not an easy task. So. Abingdon has to be doing a lot of things right to be where they're at. I can speak on LCA. We played, played them four times in 2021. Yeah. Mm. Um, they are a very talented team, uh, one of the most talented teams I've coached against. Uh, I'd put them top three all-time in my career in terms of talent. Wow. But me saying that, I don't want to take anything away from their coaching either. I think people look at talent, 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 and sometimes the coaches don't get enough credit. They're, they're very well coached. So – you put Coach Rocco, they do a phenomenal job as coaches, in my opinion, and then you have a team that talented, and I think you're seeing that's a that's a very dangerous combination. All right, and let me ask you, how hard is it, and we, we've spoken with a lot of coaches this year, how hard was it for you this year of the year 2021 to go through a spring season and then having to, you know, flip into a, a new season as fast as you guys did? How you know, how difficult was that on the team this year? Uh, our kids just, they, they love football. So, it I guess it, it wasn't that hard for us. Honestly, I think our, I'm blessed to have a staff that lives football year-round, kids that live it and love it. If there was a challenging part is I would, I think every coach would like to have had a full off-season to get more weight room time development in. So, we kind of just went football, six-week break football. So we really didn't get a full off season, but um, the challenging part was probably the overlap with other sports. The kids really didn't get a break. Um, and they went sport straight into another sport the next day, straight into football. But, you know, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it. We kind of enjoyed it, man. It's, we're going to be grinding year round anyway. We just got to play spring ball. So it went a lot smoother and a lot better than I guess I anticipated. Nice. Hey coach. Uh, it's uh, Carl again. So, um, I want to ask Bryson a couple questions, uh, if that's okay. Your son, uh, Bryson Meeks, who played for you, um, is he available? Yeah, he found out. He found out y'all were calling, man, and he said he uh, hey. it's his time to be famous. Yeah, that's hey, it. It he was <laughs> he was a little excited. So let's see. Uh, it's always hit and miss on him, but he might. Uh, let me put him on speakerphone. He might. Uh, okay. He might. Hopefully, get to get the Bryson that uh, that I get ninety percent of the time. That'd be go. pretty entertaining. Hey, Bryson. Bryson, can you hear me? Yep. Come here, we've got the radio. Turn your, turn your phone off. Come in, i got to ask you some questions. Come here. All right, can you hear me? I can. All right, here he is. Hey, Bryson, how you doing today, buddy? Good. Hey, I want to ask you, um, you know, we got to see you play uh, there at the end of the season. What what kind of a thrill yep. was that? I mean, you, you out there kicking uh, and, and getting in the game, um, was, was that, was that just a ball playing for your dad? Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah. 
I tell you, your your team loves you. Uh, I know that, that uh, you're really close to all those players, and uh, they're really close to you, and and uh, football's such a great game. Um, are, are you pretty pretty psyched about getting to play with those guys week in and week out and, and all the practices? Yeah. Hey, can you tell them who's your favorite team? My favorite team is Brokeville. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It is. Uh, you'll be a B for life. You'll be a Brookville B for life. And I tell you what, we've enjoyed watching you, Bryson. Um, so is there anything, uh, you know, what's it like playing for your dad? What's my plan? Do you like playing for dad? Yeah. What's your favorite position? My favorite position is is kicking. Yeah. Oh, that's you have a favorite awesome. coach? Yeah. My favorite coach is... Um, Coach Millie. <laughs> 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 so jammed. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's great. Bryson, great talking to you, buddy. Hey, thanks. Thanks. Wow, coach. What a great what a great young. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even I don't even get to be the favorite coach, man. Yeah, man I that's love that tough. answer. I love that's that answer. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, that was man. a great answer. He's a he's a big Coach Millie fan, so I cannot even counter that. I'm a big Coach Millie fan, too. <laughs> coach, so great having you on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline this morning, and we really appreciate your time. And love talking to Bryson. I'm so glad that we could include him. And and uh, he's famous now. Oh, he told me. He said, uh, he, he told me it's his chance to be famous. I said, well, I'll ask him, buddy. And but, uh, no, we appreciate all y'all do for the area and getting the kids positive exposure and stuff. They love those Crunch magazines and Half of them got it postered on their wall when they when they get in it or get a quote. So it's it's pretty cool. They they're excited about it when they come in. Well, we really appreciate it. We take it pretty serious, and we think the kids understand that. You know, when we call out guys or when we put them on the cover or whatever, uh, we feel like you know that's that's the most deserving kids. So we want it to be special for them, and we love being a part of it. But coach, have a great day, and we really appreciate your time, buddy. You too. Thank y'all. Oh, what a good wow, interview there. Man, that was an awesome interview. I love the fact who's your favorite coach and he just tells dad, you know, <laughs> nope, not happening. Just not happening. Yeah, I mean, good you know, kid right there. But I, I you know, uh, Coach Meeks is a, he's a great guy. You, you, you can tell he's one of those guys you'd love to play for. Sure. And he looks like he can still play. Oh, I yeah. Mean, he's in great shape. Right. Uh, you know, but uh, he just has that mentality of, hey, that's the guy I want to go into battle with. Yes. But, you know, and he makes a very good point when he's talking about, you know, you take a look at the Seminole District and you look at the talent the, the talent that's there. A lot of times we overlook the coaching. Yeah, right. we're right. so we're so focused on looking at the talent, talent, talent. We forget about the coaches. And there are some of the best in the state coaching in that Seminole District. You you know, you just you don't think about it week in and week out. Right. But you start taking a look at it and you look at the Roccos and the Bradleys and the Meeks and you know, you're starting to look at these guys going these are pretty good coaches. These these are legends. Yeah, Coach Woody. Yeah, I mean you could go on and on. Oh. I mean it's uh, Coach Christmas. Yes. Uh, now Torrance over in Torrance is in there. I yeah, mean, it just it it goes on and on. That's that's a great call out. Um, all right, so we're gonna uh, that was a great interview. We're gonna take a break, and and when we come back, we're gonna get into. Uh, um, our Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game interview with Frank Beamer. We're gonna get into our Grade Eight. Uh, poll are the five things you need to know about high school football this week. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. 
WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Would you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brambleton. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Hey, Berman Clark here from Inaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Mineris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MinerisBenefits.com. Mineris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. time everybody man i'm still fired up about that interview look at that i'm telling you man i love the interviews with the coaches i mean we've had some great coaches on here uh uh and and it's just fun and and uh to listen to them you know you learn so much sure you know? and and i think you know what coach meeks was talking about with his feeder system and you know his philosophy and and a lot of that stuff to me as a fan i'm really interested in that Right. I mean, I wish I could just talk to, you know, the coaches all the time and just interview them on, you know, what their philosophy is. Because, like he said, I mean, we've got a lot of great coaches around, we around do. here. Yeah, we um, do. All right. So, I want to talk about, before we get to uh, Frank Beamer, the interview, uh, the Legends of the Game, I want to, you know, we haven't mentioned the games today. No. So, Class 1A, we've got Galax at Holston. Right. Uh, on the other side, we've got Essex at Riverheads. Okay. So those winners will play in the state championship, Class 1A. Class 2A, we've got Appomattox going all the way to Graham. Wow. Nice. Taking on the G-Men. And then uh, so, and then we've got King William at Woodstock Central. Okay. So the winner of those, uh, Appomattox-Graham, the winner plays King William, uh, Woodstock Central. Nice. Class 3A, Abingdon-LCA, the winner of that will take on Brinsville District versus Phoebus. Okay. So that's 3A. That's interesting. 4A, this one's, you know, we're we're interested in all these, but uh, Broad Run travels today to Salem. Yes. The winner of that game will take on the winner of Verina and Kings Fork. Watch out for Verina. Yeah. Verina's the team that, uh, you know, you got to keep an eye on, too. Sure. Uh, and then Class 5, Mari taking on Green Run, undefeated Green Run, and then Highland Springs against Stonebridge on the other side. What in the world? Man, that's been the state championship game. You and got they, it. They've shuffled them around, but that's, you know, they played for all the marbles a bunch of times. And then Class 6A, we've got Oscar Smith at Battlefield. Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. And then uh, they're going to play the winner of South County and James Madison. You know, the best of the best are playing today. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no way of getting around it. These are the best teams in the state of Virginia right now. And... You know, you make no bones about it. Yeah. And I really don't see anybody that's a surprise here. I don't see any of these teams that you're sitting here going, wow, this is a Cinderella run. 
you know, these these are teams that you hear year in, year out. Well, that's true. They do have name yeah. recognition. Playing for these titles. Yeah. It's like I, I'd love to have seen that one team, you know, surprise some people and make that run. But, no, these are the these are the blue bloods of the uh, state of Virginia playing right. for some, you know, championship ball coming up here in yeah, a couple you, weeks. Yeah, you got so, that right. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, jump right into our um, legendary um, interview uh, of the week, and this is with Coach Frank Beamer, the former Radford assistant coach. I always like to say that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and he was head coach at Murray State, and then obviously a Virginia Tech legendary head coach. But let's hear from Coach uh, Frank Beamer. What's it, what makes a great leader? And I'm really talking about at that level. What, what does it take to be a great leader on the field uh, when you're in high school? I think it's how you act, not what you say. I think some people think, well, I'll become a leader, so I'm going to do all the talking. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you talking, but the people that's listening know that you believe it and you live it and you do it and you give anything for this football team and the football team is the most important thing for you, then, you know, you, you can be the leader. But uh, I've always talked about leaders being action, you know, what do you do and how you have yourself and how do you respond when things are tough in a ball game or tough is, are they tough in practice? How do you respond then? Because if, if you're a good leader and people believe in you, then they're going to follow what you do. So that's my idea of a good leader. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. What about fundamentals? So, you know, we hear a lot about fundamentals, and a lot of people today say, you know, nobody's learning fundamentals. Nobody's focusing on fundamentals, the, the young people. And then they get to the next level or they try to get to the next level and they just don't have that. They don't have that basic uh, understanding or that that sort of process. I mean, is uh, how critical is, are the fundamentals when you're when you're a young person? Well, I think they're tremendous, uh, tremendously critical. You know, some kids have a talent that it just comes out. I mean, you know, they don't have to worry about making the right step or right first step or being correct in the read. But, uh, you know, I was a guy that wasn't talented enough. I had to be exactly right. I, you know, every step had to be right. And I think that helped me be a better coach because I understood, you know, what it, you know, the fundamentals of what it took to be successful. Now, there's the guys that were a lot more talented than me, and whether they took a bad first step or a bad second step, they still could make a play. Right. And so uh, I think really being good fundamentally really helped me a lot in being a good good football coach. That's great. Did you Do you have a favorite mantra or a saying that you kind of lived with or, or that you used maybe when you were a coach or when you were in high school was there was there a saying that you kind of you know had in your mind that 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 kind of you know something you followed take care of the little things and the big things will come you know and ever everything you do if you take care of the details and take care of today's practice and not worry about whether you're going to win the ball game on Saturday just practice good today and make your best preparation and every period of the practice is good. Take care of the little things and uh, the big things will come. And, uh, and then my second one kind of right, kind of fit right in with it was uh, the bigger it gets, the smaller you think. In other words, the bigger the game is, the smaller you think. In other words, take care of every play and play it as hard as you can, as well as you can, and then go to the next play. 
And but if you start the game thinking, okay, we got to win this game, and da da da, your mind's in the wrong spot. Your your mind needs to be on how you can perform the best at the next play. That's fantastic. So so don't look too far down the road. You might trip on something right under your feet. Absolutely, you got it. Now that's fantastic. I, I I haven't heard it said like that before, but that's a that's a great call out. I, I tell you, um, uh, you know, you could use that in life. You can use that in business. Oh, trust me. I mean, I don't know how many times I've talked to our team. Uh, you know, we get ready. We always gather at the hotel before we get ready to get on the bus to come to a game, and I don't know how many times I use those two things talking to our team right before we get ready to play. Uh, big ball game all right so this is kind of a fun question so is there uh, a, is there a player position that you think makes the best coach you know and, and i played defensive back but there was a lot of great defensive backs that became really good coaches and i you know i couldn't start naming them off right now but over the years uh you know it kind of made an impression on me but i think i think the best coaches i kind of go back to it the best coaches were those guys that had to kind of scramble and be very exact and really pay attention to everything the coach was telling them to do, as opposed to a guy that you know it came very easy to and you know uh, throwing a, a touchdown pass. You know, didn't think about it much. He didn't think about all uh, the technique that went into it and and the route that had to be very precise or whatever. So. I think, I think uh, those guys that had to work for it and think about it, and uh, you know, those are the ones that uh, you know end up being really good coaches. Man, that's a great answer. That 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 gives all all of us that weren't very good uh, a lot of hope. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I think uh, I think that's I think that's the key to it myself. Uh, you know, a lot of times, a lot of, you know, I've always said a lot of times those guys that just could do it and amaze you. You know, when you start to ask, okay, now, how did that happen? And uh, and uh, they couldn't tell you. And, and it all started with me. Bobby Ross, when, you know, so guys started out under. Uh, and I was defense back, and we are going through our technique and our summer meetings before our kids come back. And I, he would say, well, okay, how are you going to play this technique? And I, I was giving him general answers. And he said, no, no, wait a minute. I mean, how many yards are you going to line up exactly off the receiver? And what's your first step going to be? And what's your second step going to be? And I had to come, you know, we took a break and then I came back and had to be very, wow, uh, very, a lot more uh, uh, specific in the afternoon session. And I said, that's the greatest lesson I ever learned right there is, uh, you know, and I played defensive back. I mean, I knew what I was trying to say. But I wasn't saying it in a uh, detailed way, and uh, that's what Coach Ross demanded, and and he was right. Man, I tell you what, I, Coach Frank Bieber, it's so interesting to hear him talk. Oh yeah, I mean the the way you know his football savvy, and you know when we get these guys, uh, you know any of the legendary coaches, yes, uh, we try to talk to them about their high school days. Right, that's our fun. That's sure. our you know. We could talk about Virginia Tech and college or whatever, but, you know, everybody does that. We want to hear about, you know, when he played yeah. in high school and when he coached in high school and that kind of thing. So I, I just think it's 
I just think it's fascinating. Well, you know, if he still wants to uh, to get back into coaching, I know. Oh, a you got a job for him? I, I know a position that's available right now. If he'd like to uh, come on back in, start so. the rumor mill, coach. <laughs> wow. All right, I want to talk about these games though today. At least yes. the four. Uh, you know, three of them are crunch teams, and then one of them, uh, the Appomattox Scram game. I want to talk a little bit about that. But before you want to talk about Broad Run and Salem here first, but. Uh, Coach Waller, or Captain Wally, rather, sent us a note that uh, reminded us that today is the 50th anniversary of the Andrew Lewis versus T.C. Williams uh, game in which uh, T.C. Williams won 27 to nothing state championship. And this was the game that the Remember the Titans was based on. Yes. How about that? Yeah. No, that's the thing. And, you know, I, I've got a story for this game. Okay. And it's so oh, funny geez. because, one, you know, one of my good buddies here uh, in the Valley and, you know, through life has been Billy Sample. Yeah. That played baseball. And if you go up here to uh, Salem and you see Kiwanis Field up there, if you look at the scoreboard, it's got Billy Sample Field. The yeah. field's named after him now. And Billy played in the major leagues for a number of years and a good buddy of mine. And him and I were sitting at lunch one day talking and he goes, you know, I was in that ball game. And I said, really? I said, you're in the record books. You know, yeah, yeah. I could actually go to the record book. He goes, nope. And I said, what do you mean? Huh. And he goes, I caught a 15-yard pass across the middle. They threw a flag and, oh. and, and negated it. And he goes, it was the only only ball they threw to me. I called it, and wow. they threw a flag on it. I'll be darned. And I was the flag on him? I don't know if it was oh, on okay, him or not, right. but he said they, they literally took his 15 yards away from oh, him. No. And he goes, I could have went down in history as being. He goes, but I'm, he goes, I played in the game. But I'm not in the record book. That's hilarious. And I'm like, that's amazing. But it's one of these games that uh, has such ties to this area. One, you know, the old Victory Stadium. Yeah. And the game. You know, and a lot of people don't realize the uh, the amount of games that were played at Victory Stadium. Yeah. The things that were done over there. And, you know, at, at one time... That's where UVA and Virginia used to. I mean, UVA and Virginia Tech used to play. You VMI had, used to play. VMI Virginia Tech. had they, Virginia Tech. They games. take the train there. Yeah, and march to the Victory Stadium. Exactly, and it's you know there was such a heritage there, and you know that stadium got in such disrepair. Yeah, and I would have loved to seen them do something, but the city of Roanoke kind of they never got a plan. Right. On what to do. And then, you know, the amphitheater was built downtown. And once that was, you know, into play, then we kind of lost the stadium. But uh, on my desk at the house, I have two bricks huh. from Victory Stadium on each end. And it, it was one of those things that, you know, it, it was as a kid, if you were here in the Valley, everything went on at Victory yeah. Stadium. Yeah. So I, I miss seeing Victory Stadium, and if you you know if you were a Colonel or a Patriot, you played ball at Victory Stadium. We covered a lot of games in Victory Stadium. Yeah, there there were no you know home stadiums. That was your That's home right. stadium, and you shared it. And it's kind of like City Stadium. It's kind of like City Stadium over right. there in Lynchburg, and it, it was such a you know a beautiful stadium at the time. And I, I would have loved to have been you know in what seventy one in December. I was like you know five months old. Huh. So, yeah, I would have loved to have seen some of these games that took place in the 60s oh, yeah. and stuff, the pageantry and everything that took place here in Roanoke. That would have yeah. been awesome. That's a cool memory. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to talk about Broad Run and Salem. I mean, yep. uh, I will tell you, I'm going to go out on a limb. The Spartans are going to win. Oh, really? They're both Spartans. That's a good limb right there, buddy. Broad Run and Salem are both Spartans. So yeah. I, I think I can safely say <laughs> the Spartans are going to win today. Right. Uh, each week... Um, Coaches say the line, you know, the games are going to be won or lost on the line of scrimmage. Sure. I think this one really will. Okay. Uh, you know, no kabuki theater on this one. I mean, the big guys up front are really going to determine, in my opinion. 
Yeah, now, both teams have great skill athletes. I'm right. not saying that. Uh, you know, Broad Run's got uh, Brett Griffiths, uh, the quarterback, who's a, we, or a, a Wake Forest commit. Sure. Uh, he's the coach's son. So his dad, Matt, uh, coach, you know, coach's sons are special. Yes. Uh, you know, they, they just seem to have that connection with their dads uh, on the sidelines. And so he's a great player. Uh, they got a good running back, a sophomore, Aslan uh, Scheip, I think is how you say it. Okay. Uh, good wide receivers, Lamont, Thornhill, Estes. Um, but watch the bigs. They got a, uh, they're led by an offensive defensive lineman uh, named Alex Birchmeyer. He's a junior, but he's already been offered um, by Penn State and others. Okay. Including Virginia Tech. Look at that. So um, this kid's 6'5", 285. Okay. Uh, he blocks out the sun. So, you know, if you're looking for wow. some shade uh, and he's on the sidelines, you might just get over there close to him if it's sunny today. And, you know, you can you can see how the sun He's a big boy. Uh, Dom Tiaga, uh, 280 pounds. They've got two inside linebackers, uh, Levy and Lombardo, both 225. But, so these guys are big. Sure. They're fast. And that's what Salem's facing today. Who's the um, – I know I'm seeing on their uh... – their schedule. They lost one game this year. Who did they lose? Stonebridge, to? bad. They did lose to sixty-four to seven. Sixty-four to seven, but it was a turnover game. They had like four turnovers early in the game. Okay, got behind, and that causes you to do things you don't typically want to do to try to catch up, and it just snowballed on them. Sure, but Snow Stonebridge is really good. We all know that they're still uh, in their uh, the running for the state championship in 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 their class. So right, um, but that's who they lost to. Um, and then they had a close call with Loudoun County uh, in the playoffs, uh, 24-19. Yeah. So, but anyways, this, this is going to be a big game. And I, I tell you, um, for Salem, you know, you already said it all, it all starts with Cam, the mailman, Leftwich at fullback, right. uh, number 28, nine touchdowns in the last two games, I believe. Uh, but let's give Salem's O-line, the mules, some oh, credit. That, that's where it all starts and I mean, finishes they, right there. They should there. get some of those touchdowns and yes. some of that love on the, that yardage. Uh, and I'll call them out. Landon Miles, I think, uh, you know, think – uh, Coach Billy My- Miles lineage there. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Landon Miles is uh, number 50. 65 is George Copeland. 57 in the middle is Caleb Wright. 61, Samuel Jones. And 79, Andrew Lutz. And Andrew Lutz is the biggest of the lot. He's 6'4", 250. But, I mean, you're talking about guys on the other side that are, you know, 6'6", 6'7", 280. Sure. So, um, you know, they're going to, you know, that's going to be challenging. Now, you know, Salem's got their own defensive line, you know, pretty good defensive line themselves. They do. Uh, 73, Stacey Williams is is a big boy out there that can really, that's really played well. Cam Martindale. Right. Uh, you know, is, is he's the he's the get-after-you guy. He's the guy that'll, that'll run the quarterback out of the pocket and let those linebackers clean up. Uh, and then Nate McClure is also a, you know, uh, undersized really defensive end. Uh, he's about 180, 190 pounds, but he is tough. Sure. He can get under those guys, get around them, and and uh, so you know if 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 the linebackers for Broad Run sell out to stop um, Leftwich, I think you also need to watch for tight end Jake Massey. Yes, that's what they did against GW Danville. GW Danville put so many guys in the box, sure, that they were going to stop Leftwich. That it left a tight end open. He just slipped behind him, and and they found him a couple times. So and and Salem will run double double tights. They will. Um, you know, they're going to run the ball. If you talk to Holter, he right. doesn't care how big the other team is. Yeah. They're going to run the ball. Right. Trust me, if if Holter sees something's not working, he'll make that adjustment. And you know he will. Right. And, and that's the thing here. 
that if I feel like, you know, Leftwich is being shut down in the backfield and he's not getting the pressure that, you know, up front with the line that they're moving the guys, making some holes and things like that. Don't be surprised if you start seeing, you know, that ball going out more to Leftwich, Logan, Massey, you know, out Greer, out there, you know, with right with a little pass routes and things like that. You know, Leftwich is a real threat catching the ball, he the is. fullback. He is. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you don't see him come from the backfield and just do that little quick turnaround, and he's gone. Yeah. And that's the thing there. If it's not working straight ahead and rushing to where the holes are being open, don't be surprised if you see him kind of go that five-yard route and just that little quick dump off. But I, I've got a feeling if it's working today and Leftwich is moving that ball through that line effectively, right. He's going to get a heavy dose of that ball today. Yeah. But the key thing here is, is that, and you know, we talked about it in the first hour. Don't be surprised to see a couple kids step up, and it may be the Massey sure. kid. It may be one of these kids that we're not used to going, oh, where did this come from? And th- this may be heavy somewhere. It may be Logan. It, it may, you know, it may be Charles. Greer's a good receiver. Greer's a good receiver. So I'm... I, Trust me, I, I think Holter will be ready today. I think he's got a couple game plans in his pocket to where if something's not working, he'll make that adjustment to where it will work. This this is going to be a knockdown drag out today, and I got a feeling if you want to see some good football, Salem is the game to go see well, today. And, and that'll be the game I'm at. I tell you, Deron yeah. Wilson, the quarterback's the key. Yes. He's got to throw the ball well. He's got to get his feet set. Sure. He's got to move out of the pocket, and he really hurt uh, GW Danville. Yes. I mean, the first touchdown of the game was an 81-yard run from him where he dropped right. back into the pocket. They came after him. He, he just stepped up into the hole and took off. Well, and, you know, you feel like he's the kind of the, the kind of kid that'll sit there and go over to the coach and just tell the coach, Coach, I got this. Don't worry about it. If something's not working and I can't make it work, I'll figure it out. And, I, and a lot of times I think he does. Right. Because, like you said, he'll start moving around with that ball. Right. And next thing you know, he's 80 yards into the end zone. So, no, it all starts with Wilson. He's a good quarterback. He's a solid quarterback. And, hey, I hate to tell you, he's a junior. He'll be back next year. He'll be back. Yeah. Well, let me just mention a few other guys. Um, The Spartan Seal guys are – for me, are led by Chauncey Logan, uh, the yes. wide receiver D-back, number 11. He's he's the best guy on the field sure. for Salem. Uh, and that's from other players. When when teams play them, and he's a JMU commit. He is. But they're like, that's the guy. Yeah. He's, he's the guy that, you know, he makes the big interception. I think he has maybe seven interceptions this year. He makes the big uh, catches down the field. Okay. Um, and, you know, he's a guy to watch. We talked about Chase Greer at wide receiver and a defensive back and also kick returns. And also Jeffrey Phillips, number right. 16, he's a guy on special teams. He is fearless. Yeah. And if he gets that kickoff, he's deceptively quick. And when he's a north-south guy, he has flipped the field for Salem several times in the games that I've watched. So if he's full go, uh, number 16 Jeffrey Phillips will be a guy to watch. Now, Salem's... Uh, linebackers are stout and aggressive on the other side. You got Noah Collins, you got Jalen Allen. He's 6'2, 220, only a sophomore, number 33 out there, and Carson Williams. So their linebackers, they want, you know, to force you into their linebackers to make the play. Right. So Salem, you know, I mean, they've they're stout on defense. And and, you know, lastly, Holter's, I'm gonna say this, Holter's not afraid to fake a punt. No. He's no. done it many times. Sure. And I'll just tell you, the holder uh, and the punter for Salem is Chauncey Logan. There you go. So the best athlete's going to have it in his hands. 
Now, one one thing that you got to keep an eye on, and they've played well all year. You know, Salem got a couple sophomore defensive backs. They do, uh, Josiah Moore. Moyer and Chris Cole, right. and they've played well. Yes. But they made a lot of tackles against GW Danville. They cannot get caught looking in the backfield and let these receivers run by them. Right. So I'm sure they're going to be coached up there, but it's, you know, it, it's going to be a great game. It will be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it today. All right, let's talk about Appomattox and Graham real quick. Uh, Coach okay. Doug Smith at Appomattox, Coach Tony Palmer at Graham. Uh, Skill guys are the key here as well. Watch you got to watch the eights. I, I say the eights because number eight, Trey Lawing for um, for Appomattox is just something special. But also number eight on the other side of the ball, uh, Zavion Turner Bradshaw. Okay. So you remember Ahmad, uh, Ahmad Bradshaw, the yes. two-time Super Bowl champion who played for Graham? Sure. Do you, you connect the last <laughs> names there? I mean, you know. So he's catching passes from Zach Blevins, uh, 6'2", 205-pound quarterback. And he's all, you know, Blevins uh, is also a linebacker. Whenever the quarterback is also a starting linebacker, that tells me something. Yes. That tells, tells you me about lot. their toughness. Right. So, um, but that's, and, and, and again, the guy that was really the difference, I mean, when we talked to Coach Clifford after the Appomattox Glenver game, he said, you know, Lawing didn't hurt us. We, we, we controlled Lawing. He, it was no problem. It's, it's John Penix, you okay. know, the kid that is probably going to play at Pitt or Boston College. You know, he's getting looks. He's the guy for Appomattox, the the running back, defensive back. He's got the pick six. He got the long run that hurt Glenver. Well, you know, the thing that always gets me, and especially with the G-men, and, you know, we see them a lot. Trust me, this is this is the time of year you see the yeah, G-men. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the amount of points they score. They throw up a lot of points. You rack them up. And, you know, you take a look at these last several games they've played, 49-21, 48-13, 62-32. They they throw a ton of points up. Right. So this this is going to be an extremely good game today. I don't know if we see a shootout or if Ooh. we see a defensive battle. Oh. I, I just I don't know yet. Yeah. Because, you know, these teams, you know, with Appomattox, you're taking a look at a team that, you know, they get into the 27-21 games. They get into the, you know, the games that sometimes are a little lower scoring than okay. the G-men yeah, get yeah, into. Yeah. So I'm I'm just not sure yet, but I, both of these teams have the capability of scoring a ton of points, and I think with Appomattox, the only loss this year was Heritage was to Heritage. Yeah, yeah, it was earlier in the year. I tell you though, one guy you can't miss on the G-men is center Brody Meadows. Okay, six seven, three hundred and thirty pounds. What in the world? And his younger brother Bryden's on the uh, line as well. Okay, six foot two hundred pounds. Look at that. What's going? Are they not eating at the same table? Evidently. You know, but, but I tell you, um, so, you know, Appomattox has a, a, a big guy, 6'4", 275-pound Jacob Taylor in the middle. So um, if you're thinking about playing quarterback and trying to stay in the pocket and throw down the middle of the field, forget it. Forget it. Those big guys are not going to – you're not going to have any vision. Right, exactly. So, um, but anyways, just a few guys we want to call out. That one should be a great game too. How about Abingdon and LCA? Look at that. Can Ab- so this is my question. Can Abingdon keep LCA's talent in front of them and make LCA grind it out? Run the clock. Uh, can Abingdon score slow, move the sticks? Uh, that's the kind of game they're going to have to play. And running back Malik Hounshell is going to have to be the man for them. Yes. Um, you know, they beat Abingdon beat uh, Botetot on a blocked punt, essentially, right. which really turned that game. 
So they're going to have to win third down to have a chance, in my opinion, and they're going to have to get some turnovers uh, against this fantastic LCA team. You you heard Coach Meeks earlier in the interview said that was one of the three best teams he's ever seen. Well, and, that's, and it, that's huge, Coach. It is. And, again, it speaks so highly of the coaching staff down there and, the ta- and again, the talent that's there. But when you take a look at Coach Rocco, Rocco's going to have that team ready. Yeah. I, I think they, they've been ready since day one this year. And this is, you know, we take a look at Abington. This is a team that only lost this year to Christiansburg. Right. And it was a 32-27 ball game. Right. It wasn't like that Christiansburg came in there and blew them out. No, this was only a five-point game here. So this is a team that can reach up and get you. I'm with you now. I just don't know if they have enough to go. Because you take a look at LCA. And you lay it out there really in front of you. You're kind of looking at a, you know, in my opinion, kind of a D3, D2 college football team setting out yeah. there. I don't know if you're looking at a D1. You've got some D1 players out there. Right. But as a whole, I think you're, you know, they've, you're they've right. got that capability of being that, you know, that small football team from a college rolling in here. Well, you're not going to be able to run it up the middle. No. Because the middle linebacker is Stowers. Right. And he is all man. Yes. And Zach Rice a lot of times plays nose guard. Okay. So, you know, he committed to North Carolina, the big lineman there. And Gavin Womack is a, I mean, he's a stomp in there. You're not moving those guys out of the middle. So, really, your only chance, in my opinion, if you're going to run the ball, is to try to get outside. But they have so much speed out there. Sure. Um and they kind of, you know, if you watch LCA, they they, they kind of play defense like Lions Hunt. Right. You know, they try to force you back to the strength of their defense. And, you know, they funnel you back to the hitters and they funnel you back to the guys that make a lot of the tackles. And I'm telling you, they put something on you you can't rub off when they hit you. Right. I mean, you can hear it. Uh, so Abingdon is physical. Abingdon is in this game for a reason. They're They're a good ball club. But they're going to have their hands full with LCA. You know, I was looking here at their schedules to see if they have any uh, common ground. And the only team that I'm really seeing is Bassett. And Abington uh, beat Bassett 42-34. And LCA beat them 45-28. So I'm talking, you know, very similar programs here. Just If we're just gauging off of Bassett. Oh, that football math kills us, It does. But if we look at Bassett and you take a look at, you know, what Bassett had to offer against both teams, very similar. Yep. So this this could be a good game today. And I and look, all these games are going to be good games today. It, and again, it's just a matter of is it going to be that LCA dominance, or is it going to be Abington sitting there going, "We got a little something for you," and you know, are are you not anticipating what we have for you? Right. I think LCA will be. But it is one of those things where you're sitting there going, you know, and and it, Coach Meeks made a good point when we were talking to him. The first thing out of, you know, these coaches' mouths a lot of times, I don't know a lot about this team. Right. I don't, you know, granted, you give me a week to get prepared for them. Right. But at the end of the day, I don't know a lot about these teams. He also, uh, he, Rocco said that about Botetot last year. Right. Right before they played them. I, I hear a lot about them, but sure. I, I haven't watched them. I haven't them. watched them. I don't see them a lot. I don't know, you know, and so that kind of gives you that, you know, look at, of, you know, do you really know what's coming at you? Do they have something special designed up for you? Uh, this is the playoffs. 
let me tell you, you throw everything. You put the kitchen sink into the you game that, if right. you need to. So th this is something that's going to be interesting today. I still think LCA wins it. I just don't know if we're going to see, like you said, that you know college team out there on the field with them right. with all these prospects, or we kind of you know, see what Abington does and lowers his score a little bit. One last game I want to talk about, Galax at Holston. Uh, that's the okay. game Jimmy and Graham Whitaker are traveling to right now. Uh, skilled guys all around uh, for Holston. Uh, really a band of brothers. Um, you know, uh, they've got several brothers on the team, Lance Thomas and Tyler Thomas, uh, both good size, six, around 6'2", six, 6'3", two, six, 220 to 250 pounds. Uh, there's three bots on the team, so the last name of bots. So the, those guys uh, certainly are um, related in some form or fashion down there. You know, when you get to some of these smaller areas, it's fun because, you know, you get guys with the same last names, and sure. they're, they're related. Right. And uh, in, in some ways, you know, that collective uh, we-want-to-win-together right. kind of mentality really can play through. Uh, Lane Blevins and Dustin Bott, uh, are there linebackers that, that uh, again, make a lot of the tackles. Um, so, but, you know, they're facing a, a really good Galax team. Uh, right. And, you know, Ian Ashworth, the quarterback, defensive back, he's the playmaker. He's the guy that makes the plays when they need them. But, you know, <clears throat> they, they, they handle running back by committee. Tedron Tucker, only a sophomore, sure. uh, is fantastic. Reeves, Javante Reeves, um, number seven, had a big game and was our player of the week. Uh, last last week, um, Ronnie Horton, tough kid. Uh, and then, you know, Ashworth again running the ball. On defense, it all goes through Riley Jovat, sure. linebacker. Uh, it's funny, Jimmy and I were laughing. When you look at the photos, he's the kid that doesn't have any paint on his helmet. Right. I mean, his the stripe on his helmet, they have white helmets, but they have like a maroon stripe. Yeah. A, a lot of that stripe's gone. Okay. Because he's physical. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he puts it on you. Colton Barnes, again, another uh, defensive back. Uh, Austin Ashworth uh, in the middle there. And Brendan Rojas, we don't talk a lot about Brend Brender, um, number 66. He's 5'7", 260 pounds. He's sure. a three-time state heavyweight champ. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, wrestling pairs well with football. Yes. When you have a guy like that um, in the middle. Right. Again, you know, it's a fire hydrant. You it better is. run around him. Sure. Because he's tough to block because yes. he's got all those wrestling skills. And uh, he's got good good hands and good feet. Um, but Coach Akers from Holston, I mean, his comment this week has been, we must match Galax's physicality. Right. That's what it's going to come down to. Sure. This will be a game today, in my opinion, that I don't see this game being – a 40-something, a 40-something ball game. This game today, in my opinion, will be a 20-17 to 17 ball game, mm. a 20-lower ball game. You know, these two teams are very defensive-driven. They, yes. can, they can score some points. Right. But, boy, when you take a look at what the opponents put up against them, zero, Not three, a lot six, seven, that's it. These are very two very well-coached teams on defense. And I think you'll see that today. I, I think this it, this wouldn't shock me if this ends up being a, you know, 7-6 ball game. Right. Somewhere in that mix. And we do. When we take a look at these teams, and again, you know, these teams haven't seen each other. So that's that's the key thing there. 
But when you bring two defensive teams in and they start working on each other, right? you've got a game. You've got a game. It's not the prettiest game in the world, and it's not, you know, you're not getting a ton of points. But, boy, you're just getting two teams that will wear each other down. And every We look at Perry McClure playing last week with Gay Likes here. It was a 14 nothing ball game. Yeah. You know. Two scores. Two scores. Two plays. That was it. And so then, you know, then you get with Holston and you see the road that they went down. They played PH uh, Glade Springs. It was 24 nothing. Right. Not a lot of points put up on the board, but boy, those defenses just work. Right. That's what they're designed for, and that's what they do. Both teams last week allowed no points. Right. So it tells you what those defenses are, are capable of doing. It, it'll shock me today if this game gets above 20 some to, you know, 10, 15, something like that. All right. I'm going to have to move quick here on the five things you need to know about high school football in okay. our grade eight debate. So, quickly on five things you need to know about high school football. Uh, the state semis are all ones and twos, well, almost. So all one and two seeds left, with the exception of South County in Class 6 and uh, who plays James Madison and Verina in Class 4. So South County, I believe, is a four seed and Verina is a three seed. But I'm telling you, don't sleep on either one of these guys. Uh, these are good teams and uh, they're, they're set up for an upset. They're, they're, trying to, they're trying to get some. Okay. Number four, first dates. So... Uh, Broad Run and Salem will meet for the first time today on the gridiron. Broad Run has won two state titles in 08 and 09, and Salem's won 10 state championships, 96, 98, 99, 2000, 04, 05, and then 15, 16, 17, and then last spring, uh, which was really the night, uh, was the 2020 season, but it was played in the 21 spring. So Salem is, this is interesting, Salem's 6-1 and one against Loudoun County teams. Really? That would surprise people. Yes. And according to Robert Anderson, uh, you know, they're one postseason win away from dislodging Hampton. Okay. Uh, the Crabbers there from most postseason wins. Wow. And ironically, I think the first state championship Salem played in Hampton beat them 14 to 6 in 1986. Okay. Isn't that all? I mean. That's the, amazing. It is. It is. It's, it's fun to, to research some of this stuff. Number three, Raiders versus G-Men. So Graham coach Tony Palmer uh, played on the G-Men's 1989 championship team. You know, unfortunately, he just lost his father, Butch, on November 9th, or yeah. November 15th. And his dad was a true G-Man, uh, G-Men man, I guess you'd say, a big fan. Um, and, and Coach Palmer recently uh, talked about watching the snowball at age nine at Mitchell Stadium. Okay. And crying when the G-Men lost. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of emotion you know, that you get into this. So. Uh, a lot of history there. Number two, Highland Springs versus Stonebridge. So Highland Springs coach is Lauren Johnson, who was a Virginia Tech Hokie. And Stonebridge, um, they're out of D.C. Sure. Uh, but they, they call each other rivals from afar because there's a good distance between them. But they've played four times in the last six years for state titles. The Springers have won in 15, 16, and 18. And uh, Bridge Stonebridge won last spring in 20. Um the Springers lost to uh, Julius Chambers, a team out of North Carolina, only 24 to 13. And Martinsburg, now that name out of West Virginia, they lost 26 25. That's the only team to beat Salem right. this year. But they also lost to get this, Verina, oh. 7 to 6. There you go. So Verina's in class four. If Salem were to win 
and Verona were to win, those two could face off in a state championship. Now, there's a lot of work to be done to get there, but that's an interesting fact as well. Right. Uh, and then number one, Riverheads. You got to have no... You know, if Galax gets by Holston, and that's a big if. Sure. And if Riverheads defeats Essex, we could see a rematch of last year's state 1A finals where Riverheads beat Galax 65 to 29. Right. But if you remember, and that's that'll be, let's see, that's their fifth consecutive, that was their fifth consecutive state championship. Sure. Which is a VHSL record. Yes. But you got to remember the Gladiators of Riverheads scored 34 points in the second quarter. Okay. Against Galax in that state championship. So that game was a lot closer except for that blowout quarter. Right. And the last finals loss for Riverheads was 7-6 to six to Galax. Okay. With Coach Mark Dixon there yeah. in 2015. Um, and Galax actually had started that season losing four of their first five. So high school football is crazy. It is. It always is. Yeah. Yeah. Always is. And, you know, real quick, uh, yeah. Verina, do you know where it comes from? No. The name. No. It is Jefferson Davis's wife's name. Verina are you Davis. kidding me? That's no. awesome. I yeah, love that so history. That's, yeah, that's where that name comes from. So a lot of people are like, Verina? Yeah. It was Verina Davis. That was her name. And that's, Look at Coach. That's where Bringing we it. get Verina from. There so. you go. All right, I'm going to, there's not going to be much debate on this grade eight because we got to move, but uh, grade eight debate um, really didn't move a lot for me last from last week. Okay. Uh, number eight's uh, a tie, Christiansburg and North Cross. Yes. Number seven's Heritage. Okay. Six is Botetot. Five, Glenver. Four Brookville, three is Galax, and one A, one B for me. You pick Salem LCA. Yeah. How do you want to plug them in? Yeah. Exactly. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit of high school basketball. Yes. And uh, hopefully we have some time. We got a few clips I want to play. Okay. But um, Jimmy's given us some scores. Uh, basketball started this week in the area. Um, and Jimmy's left me with some scores. I'm going to read them pretty quick here. Glenver beat uh, William Bird 80-67. Northside 56-48 over Martinsville. Uh, Bland 92-87 to uh, 87 in overtime over Narrows. Covington 48-44 to 44 over Galax. Cave Springs 66. Uh, Carroll County 38 last night. Okay. Uh, Fort Chiswell 67-40 to 40 over Rural Retreat. Botetot 76. Floyd County 53. Harrisonburg, man, Harrisonburg got the Colonels 43-42, beat William Fleming ah. uh, last night. Rustburg 78, um, Gretna 41, Liberty Bedford 40, Stanton River 31, uh, Christiansburg 59-50 over Bassett. Man, that was a good game. Yeah. Um, let's see who, Auburn 59-52 uh, over Blacksburg. Wow, Very Auburn bad. getting it done. Patrick Henry, uh, again last night, a game we we saw 66-55 uh, over Abermarl. Um, Sunrise Christian uh, out of Kansas beat Oak Hill. Wow, 64-61. Blue Ridge School, 76, Roanoke Catholic, 53. Uh, Jefferson, 475, Hidden Valley, 45. Another game we took in in basketball last night. George Wythe, 58, um, Marion, 42. Uh, moving on, we got Rustburg 42 to 40 over Alta Vista. Um, let's see, we've got a Florida team. It looks like uh, Mont Montverde over okay. Oak Hill Academy, 86-51. Wow, that was a beat down. Yeah. Uh, LCA beat uh, Waynesboro 66-31. Giles 60 to 28 over Eastmont. Uh, Franklin County 44 to 41 over Halifax County. Glenver 54, Stanton River 39, John Battle 64, George with 54, 
Pulaski County, 63. Carroll County, 48. Man, Jimmy writes a lot, you know? He does. Uh, Salem, 79. Liberty Bed- Bedford, 40. E.C. Glass, 64 to 50 over Charlottesville. Uh, Fleming coming back uh, with a 65-48 win over Roanoke Catholic. That was probably earlier in the week. Brookville, 51. William Campbell, 34. Rural Retreat, 55. Eastmont, 18. Alta Vista, 52. Rustburg, 48. Close game there. And uh, Cave Spring earlier in the week beat William Bird, 65 to 51. So Yeah, got some girls scores real okay, quick good. here for you. Carroll County, 78. Pulaski County, 62. I've got Blacksburg, 43, Auburn, 31 this past week. Lord Botetot, 47, Cave Spring, 33. Lord Botetot's 3-0 to start the season. Nice. Uh, Salem, 57, GW, 35. Salem's 2-0 to start the season. Nice. Stanton River, 56, Liberty, 40. And I've got, where did I see? I saw one for, oh, Roanoke Catholic. Roanoke Catholic uh, lost to Virginia Episcopal 55-23. Okay, good stuff. So yes. we're going to, you know, we're jamming it in this week, but we're going to talk more about basketball and, and wrestling going forward, girls and boys. So uh, you can look forward to that in future shows. Um, Coach, uh, can you play? Uh, we got a couple segments. Sure. I want to hear, um, first of all, let's hear uh, um, Coach Esworthy from PH after his game uh, went over Abermarle last night. Coach, uh, first of all, congratulations on the first win of the season. Tell me what you saw in the game this evening that uh, you felt that your players did well and what you need to work on going forward. Well, I guess first of all, what I've seen, minus the players, I'll get to that in a minute, is it was so great to see a student section back in there, fans in the stands. I mean, good day. That was just great to see uh, as a sidebar. No good. Um, What did I see great with my guys? Uh, We played hard. We play with a lot of effort. You can't coach any of that. I mean, we can work on our execution and we can get better, you know, in all other areas. But you just can't coach effort. You can't coach toughness. And I was just so proud of the way we just played hard tonight. What do you see you got to work on? I mean, you know, as a coach, you're going to work on everything. But probably the glaring thing. I, I did thought I thought we moved the ball well tonight. Yep. Um, you know, just execution. You know, first game of the year. You don't expect it to be crisp, you know. Uh, but I just thought sometimes we zoned out, and you know, you. But you, I got to give out more a lot of credit with that. They, they, I mean, they're a good, they're a good team, and yep. they took a lot of our stuff away. I've been coaching against Greg for literally 27 years, so we know what each other does, and they were switching all our screens. So it was a tough game to execute with. So, but execution. I mean, obviously, every coach is going to say that, but we we just need to execute a little better. Esworthy, man, he's so excited uh, to have the, the the kids back, the fans back, and you know he does a good job over there with uh, with the Patriots, and and uh, I tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to a great season yeah, from them. You know it. All right, so uh, another guy, actually, um, in in one poll, the number one three uh, A team in the state is Cave Spring. Look coach. at that. How about that? Coach Gruce has got it going on, and. They beat Carroll County pretty good last night, 66-38. to 38. Let's hear from Coach Gruce now. So I'm here with Coach Gruce after a big win over Carroll County. Coach, um, first of all, the game, what, uh, you know, what what did you like about the game tonight? I mean, it was a pretty physical game. Yeah, I thought, I thought the official really let's play tonight, which I think is good for us to, you know, Carroll County's a very physical team. I think it's good for us to, to be in a physical game. To be in a physical, you guys are going to be in a physical game like that. 
Um, you know, we got off to a 10-0 start, which I thought was fantastic. Right. Um, you know, I thought our guys did a great job of getting off to a hot start. You know, we really pressured up on them. Uh, they were living off of a ton of energy. You know, and then I think we had a little long. You know, as, as a coach, I think you have to look at yourself first. You know, yeah. I think maybe we tried to play too many guys too quick. You yeah. know, I, I thought we were in a good rhythm. And I think maybe I broke that rhythm by going to too many people too quick, if that makes sense. Uh, and that's not a knock against any of our guys. I think just our, our, our rotations were different than what they normally should. Right, be. right. Um, but, you know, we, we found a way. We kept we kept clawing. We kept fighting, you know, and, and just kept them at bay. And, and I thought we did a lot of really good things like attacking the basket. I didn't feel like we shot the ball terribly well tonight. Um, but I think that's a good thing. I think they scored 38 points. Anytime you can keep a high school team under 40, you know, life is good. We'll take it every, every single night. Tell me about the shirt. Uh... Yeah, so, you know, coaching's a big fraternity, man. When we started uh, in COVID, um, you know, I, I, we got all these coaches together from, from Georgia, and there's guys from Texas, you know, Virginia, North Carolina, everywhere, man. And, you know, coaching's such a big fraternity. We got this big group message and Zoom calls. And, and like, man, they're, they're like my therapy where, you know, we can vent to each other. None of us compete against each other. We can vent to each other. Uh, we can talk about offenses, defense. We'd be really transparent for each other. It's, you know, it's really cool to have all these guys with us. And then Coach Suffin, who's the, the girls' coach in Arrows, yeah. uh, put a girl on his team last year. An honorary team member. Um, she was battling cancer, oh. and she passed away last night. So, oh you know, man! Her family and Coach Self and all them to know, man, we're really thinking about them, man. You know, it's it's way more than just basketball, man. Like, you know, we're there for Coach Self and the Narrows community, man. Our prayers are going out to you guys. Man, I tell you, that that breaks your heart, but uh, it's it's so special that uh, Coach Sutphin at at Narrows had done that, had had put a young lady on his team that. Uh, you know, was suffering from cancer, and we yeah. lost her last night. But, you know, for Coach Cruz, I mean, to to call that out, and, you know, he had a big uh, Narrows T-shirt. Sure. And, I, you know, I know that logo, and I right. was like, Coach, what's this, you know, Narrows What's going on here? here? And, and he went into it, and, and these coaches are so much more than just basketball coaches. I mean, right. they, they are involved in these communities, and— and they're more connected with each other than people think. Sure. No, you you know, we were talking about K-Spring being in the uh, first polls that have yes. come out early. K-Spring's number one, uh, Northside number three, LCA number four, and Lord Botetot number eight. Wow, man. Look we're, at we're that. Owning we're loaded. 3A. We are loaded in 3A right now. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and then uh, also I see that Radford's number four and 2A. Uh, Floyd County six. Okay. Um. So you know a little bit of love there, and then in one A Auburn, yes. number two. How about that? Look at that. Um, Alta Vista six. Yeah. Uh, Narrows is nine. Um. So you know this is uh one one group of polls across the state, but um, I love it when our teams are recognized, and hopefully they can they can keep it up. Yeah, class two James River, and you know. Oh yeah. Look at that. I'm always amazed that when our local guys start popping up into these polls. Fantastic. Look at that. All right. I want to talk a little bit of, uh, again, we're running out of time, but uh, college football, um, some great uh, championship games, uh, conference championships today. You got number one Georgia at number four Alabama. Yeah. Wow. You know, our our buddy Lucky Larry Thomas that comes on the show with yeah. us talks, uh, he said he likes Alabama today. He just feels like that this, you know, I think uh, Saban's only lost to one of his assistant coaches one time in his career. Yeah. And so he likes Alabama today. It's going to be two today. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at you calling the crystal ball uh, out. I think, Come I think on. it's going to be two today. I, I, Georgia's 
you know, they, they've been favored before and hadn't come through. Yes. I think they're, they've got the team. But Alabama could do it, certainly. Sure. Um, number nine, Baylor at number five, Oklahoma State. Okay. Number 16, Houston at number three, Cincinnati. That, that's going to be a good game. You know, I look for Cincinnati just to put it on them. Really? I, I really do. I think, you know, Cincinnati right now with what they've got, they they could be a national champion contender easily yeah. this year. Yeah. So, and they're at number three in the country, so we're seeing it. They're in the mix. They're in the mix this they, year. They could be in it. Number two, Michigan at number 15, Iowa. Yeah, this is a game that you kind of— It's kinda, a trap game. It is. You kind of feel like Iowa may take care of business yeah. today. So, yeah. you know, if I'm a betting man, I may put a little money on Iowa How about today, that? So. Number, and you are a betting man. <laughs> don't, don't start that if I'm— <laughs> How about number 17, Pittsburgh, and number 18, Wake Forest? Look at that. Did you expect these two teams no. to be here at the end of the year? No. no. So this, this, should, this, this would be a good, good game. This should be a good game. Two good quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be good. Uh, Utah State at number 19, San Diego State. Yeah. And then Appalachian State at number 20, Louisiana. Well, you know, Louisiana just lost their coach with Napier. He's gone over to Florida. And so this may be one of these games that you kind of sit there and you go, is this a setup game? And a lot of people were taking Appy State over Louisiana in this game because of the transition that's going on. When you say on. a lot of people, are you in that? Are you in that camp? No, I am not oh, in that. Oh, no, okay. I am not in that camp. I'm just looking at the numbers from the wise guys. So. Well, you're kind of looking at Jimmy's chairs. Are you saying Jimmy's? Jimmy? Maybe he may be. He may be. Oh, you never know. Well, you really committed there. Exactly. Okay. All right. So big news in these parts. Yes. You yeah. know, we we, we well, had coaches. We did. Now, we, we've got a, a new coach at Virginia Tech. Yes. Brent Pry, uh, who I love this choice. Uh, but now Bronco Mendenhall right. steps down this week. Yeah. And this was, you know, everybody's like, oh, Bronco just, you know, it was his time at to UVA. leave. And at UVA, it was his time to leave and everything. I really feel like this was one of these decisions that Carla Williams and the athletic staff sat there and said, hey, we need you to make some changes on your staff. And I don't think Bronco was ready for that. And he made it publicly known that he was not going to fire any of his staff. And so I, I think this was a mutual understanding of Bronco sitting there going, and just my opinion, I think this was Bronco going, they're not going, I'll go and I'll take my team. I'll take my group with me, my coaches yeah. with me. So I really think, and I know Bronco will sit there and say, Hey, it was. It's time. My wife and I talked about it. Uh, you know, and he'll give you the spin. the spin on the UVA job here. Now, you know, now it comes into who's going to be next. And we were, you know, some of the names that have come out: Mike Grow, uh, Anthony Poindexter, so uh, Tony I, Elliott out of Clemson. I, yeah, Tony Elliott's the offensive coordinator yeah. there. Joe Moorhead out of the yes. Oregon offensive coordinator. You yeah. got. Brent Venables, the defensive coordinator out of Clemson. Correct. Mike Elko, the D coordinator out of Texas A&M. And yeah. then Jamie Chadwell, again, Yeah, the the Coastal Carolina guy. But I really like, uh, and I was talking to my buddy Walt Derry about this. I mean, Anthony Poindexter. Right. I mean, Virginia guy, uh, he's the co-defensive coordinator at Penn State. Now, I want you to think about that, what you just said. Co-defensive coordinator at Penn State. Yeah. Within two weeks... If Virginia hires Poindexter, yeah. you will have two coaches from Penn State now head coaches in the state How of Virginia. How about that? Isn't that something? And you know the thing I like about it? Nobody recruits Virginia like Penn State. Better than Penn State. They I know mean, how to do it. Yeah, and we talked about it on Greg's show earlier this week. You know, will some of these these commitments right. to um, North Carolina and to Penn State 
Will they now take another look at Virginia Tech sure. and possibly a UVA if uh, if Poindexter comes? Yeah, I've been getting a lot of text messages just today. A lot of kids right now are uh, up at UVA or entering the transfer portal. Is that right? Yeah. So you're start, you know, and I and it's just the you know, you were assured by this coach I was going to play this, and well, he's no longer there anymore. So I, I think you know you'll see this for a while. Well, you know, I had to talk Jimmy out of going into the transfer portal for for our show. Yes. Uh, you know, when you weren't there, the you know the first part of the the show last week, he was <laughs> he was ready to sign up. But hey, great show today! Thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Couldn't do it without you. Special fo- special thanks to our our sponsors. Without you, there'd be no us. We humbly appreciate uh, your sponsorship. For Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Whitaker on the road. I'm yeah. Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's It's all all for for him. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.